0: Do you ever want to be a guest on a super cool podcast hosted by a glamorous power couple from their cutting-edge home studio on the outskirts of a major metropolitan world hub? Hollywood anyone? Us too. Until then, let's pretend. One of these days, you might get a DM, a PM, an EM, or even a message in a bottle inviting you to join my husband and I. For an hour or two in our chat lab, working on solutions for all the world's problems. And when you are invited, there's only one response. Yeah, uh huh. Do you ever want to be a guest on a super cool podcast hosted by a glamorous power couple from their cutting edge home studio on the outskirts of a major metropolitan world hub? Hollywood anyone? Us too. Until then, let's pretend. One of these days, you might get a DM, a PM, an EM, or even a message in a bottle, inviting you to join my husband and I for an hour or two in our chat lab, working on solutions for all the world's problems. And when you are invited, there's only one response. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Well, you know, if there's something off the table, you just say, you know, look, is there anything that stays... We haven't... Found anything bad? So okay, well
1: that's fine know. with me. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with anything.
0: Okay, um, so we'll go ahead and get moving then.
1: All
2: right. Um,
0: hello, uh, listeners. You are uh, joining us on Yeah Aha uh-huh with Lisa and Phil. And this week we're talking to Servon Campbell. He's a singer um a musical artist otherwise um uh, we did hear some of your music where you sang but we didn't hear you rap do you rap as well
1: um yes ma'am more of the, the majority of the rap songs got pulled down i just did a, a sweet uh-huh. music
0: yeah well you have a very nice singing voice um you. so you know uh
3: comedian right stand-up
0: and up uh stand-up comic we were not able to access any of your comedy on um online during our research
3: yeah we, uh, we were looking far and wide for yeah. comedy <laughs> <laughs> so we're so, in
1: a really weird reboot period i'm sorry about that okay. it's one of my oh not I
0: at heard. all no no nothing to apologize for we all go through um periods of growth and Rebirth, and heck, I mean, um, based on our research, you're going to be going um, doing some music with um, uh, Daryl Oates?
1: Um, John Oates, yes, ma'am, of Fallen Oates.
0: Oates. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Why did I think his name was Daryl Oates? I don't
3: know. You tend to yeah. imagine
0: Yeah, well, I'm over 50. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah.
3: Just think, okay, so, Daryl Hall yeah. is the, the singer. Yeah, no, uh-huh. No and
0: um oh daryl hall john oates yeah i do i do that yeah yeah we Um, thought that was
3: interesting because hall and oates are coming here yeah
0: yeah we were uh, oh yeah they are on
3: tour right now Yeah. yeah
0: So, I mean, will you be connecting with Hall at all? Do you know, or just with Oates? Are you going to be going on tour, or is it like studio work?
1: Um, no, ma'am. I am. I'm on. I'm starting my own tour. I'll be doing my own thing, and then we're going okay. to kind of interlock at one point, and And um, me and John are doing a show um, in September.
0: Okay. Where at?
1: Um, it's going to be a virtual show for Reddit. Um, oh. Okay. And we're going to be doing it in Nashville.
0: Oh, neat.
3: So I guess he, uh, uh, you know, the, the whole, you know, you think about their type, their music, and it's very much uh, R and B, uh, and you know, really um, mellow
0: with energy is how I think of that. Yeah,
3: oh, yeah well, they always They always say that p- people have their music on their, uh, you know, their their guilty pleasure on their iPhone iPhone or what?
0: <laughs> I I think it's perfectly reasonable to enjoy yeah. Notes It's just a regular pleasure person right. for me. Oh yeah,
1: so, I, was, I, I was a fan of them before even working mm-hmm. with them. I was surprised to get the opportunity.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing and great the the way these things happen.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how did it happen, by the way? How did you how did you hook up with them?
0: I, I I
1: still don't know. I keep meaning to ask him. At one point, he just he messaged me. Well, he he followed me on Instagram and then he liked some pictures he has one interview where he said his wife found me and she knew my music and she was familiar and yeah. he commented on my page and he said he liked my music and I I looked at his page and I saw, you know, he had the blue check and he had everything and I was just, I was still shocked. Like, I'm like, this isn't him. This is some fake page or yeah, something right? like that. <laughs> and I commented back like on a whim and he was like, I like your music. I was like, well, if you like it so much, you should do a song with me. And he was like, okay. And he emailed me well, he, mm-hmm. he DM'd me his email and his con- contact information. So I called him and it was, <laughs> and it was him. Uh, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Who
2: was
0: it? That was like, uh, I don't remember who it was. They said that, um, uh, I don't know, like, uh, like Jack, Jack Black called him or something. And they said, yeah, right. Whatever. And Jack Black had to go through his manager to get to their manager to make him believe that it was actually him because mm-hmm. he wanted him in a movie.
1: Yeah, Felicia it's just it's one That's of those not, things where yeah. I just couldn't fathom him even knowing like even seeing me. So it was it was just really full. Cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's like it's such an amazing world out there.
3: Yeah, everybody's interconnected, <laughs> ever you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody's right at your their- you know, whether it's Instagram or Twitter, yeah. they're right there at your fingertips, and you can DM somebody, and you never know. Sometimes you, you know, you'll you'll, yeah. you'll get a response.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen like the crazy amount of success that can be made just over social media because I've done the majority of my work through social media, and that's how I've met him and met some other artists and met my one of my favorite artists. Like that's it's all through social media. So social media has been
3: a real blessing and a curse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there, there's, there's, yeah, there's the good and the bad.
3: Well, I just, I was just listening to a podcast about Christina Grimmie and her career completely evolved from um,
0: social, media. social media, YouTube. Right. Uh,
3: to the point where she was duetting with uh, Selena Gomez. Yeah. You know, now the- was that
0: before or after she was on The Voice? Before. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then, you know, Hey, Justin Bieber,
1: uh-huh yeah and it's crazy and, uh, our, we're so like social media has helped me so much mm-hmm. to get our song together me and john's song together it's really mm-hmm. about putting your phone down and getting away from social media so mm-hmm. it's uh, really both sides
0: so oh, that sounds that sounds nice <laughs> yeah well we'll do that like for dinner because we found ourselves on the phone a lot you know, playing games or checking Facebook, and we'd be sitting at dinner and ignoring each other, so what we started doing is uh, putting down the phones and um, having Alexa play something. Yeah. No thank you, Alexa.
3: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> going to load something up on you. Yeah.
0: Every once in problem a while.
3: A- my girlfriend right now.
0: Yeah.
1: We're, we're, we're a- on a thing now where I found this game that I'm just so addicted to that it keeps, I just keep pouring money into for some reason, um, and I cannot tear myself away from it and we'll be watching a show or something and mm-hmm. I'll just just reflect grab it and just start playing so I'm yeah. working on putting my phone down too yeah. yeah
3: I used to think I'd never I'd never be this way but mm-hmm. I find myself yeah I'm I'm on it way too much yeah on one hand yeah
0: and then my issue is I, I have ADD and um uh, I mean I'm not like enough to be medicated or anything but it it does have some factors and i've had an mri that definitely shows that i do have add they can prove that by an mri now
2: very very
0: exciting i know neither did i until i had the mri (laughs) the tech told me hey did you know you have add and i was like well i was diagnosed at 12 but really you can tell that he goes yeah I was like, yeah, because oh, yes. I remember
1: reading or something where they can see, and it's like certain colors. I don't, I can't even go into it, but how they can see <coughs> like depression and different stuff like that through it. So yeah. It's crazy.
0: I even saw something where they said that um, uh, they can tell the difference uh, like with homosexuality and gender uh, dysmorphia. Technology
1: is getting too far ahead for me. Yeah, I right. Feel, I, already, I feel old now where it's just like, this isn't for me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um well let's get back to your career. You're gonna to be touring soon. Um yes, where, are going to t- where are you gonna be where you going?
1: Um I have the, the big block areas right now where I know I know off the top of my head that I'll be going I'm starting in Atlanta. I'm going uh-huh. from Atlanta to Florida, back to Atlanta to Charleston to Columbia, then to Boston and I'm working out California areas now.
2: Mm-hmm
1: we're like, we're booking, we're, we're doing it, it's such a short time, because we're starting in the, um, in, like, the middle of August, and then Uh finishing in September, so we're still trying to book and see as much as we can get now, but, yeah, I'm trying to hurry up and get back out there, COVID really slowed me
3: down now, it's like, I have the energy, the momentum,
1: and I don't want to lose it, so we're just
3: rushing it. Everybody's kind of scrambling to, Make up for lost time, I guess. Right? Yeah, we yeah, we we've got uh, the idea. We got to go with it.
0: Yeah. yeah, we're uh we're we're reopening here. It's a little bit slow, but we've also got a situation where, like for instance, we just. Uh, uh, did an interview with some friends, um, uh, David T and um, Mojo and Mojo Three, and uh, they actually brought their instruments and they came over to the house and they played some music and that was really cool. Um, but uh, but they they had scheduled an event coming up in September. And they mostly do like local bars. They're very local. Um, But uh, what happened was the bass player that he likes to work with may be unavailable. So he's talking about canceling the event because he doesn't want to work with a different bass player this late in the game.
3: So so what kind of of venues are you you playing in in your tour? Is it open air or is it clubs or what?
1: A little bit of everything. It's mostly – I just, I wouldn't even know how to describe it. Like, venues, the venue I know the um the most is more of, like, a bar. It's used as, like, not necessarily a club. I'm horrible at explaining stuff, but... Um,
0: okay, have you ever played Cincinnati?
1: No, ma'am.
0: Okay. I, so we the have- way I
1: tour, I've always set up a region where it's, like, um I know artists in the area, and a lot of people there, like, it's only certain areas where I feel like I can go and I'll be comfortable enough to kind of do my own thing. So Uh I just set up with artists in that area, and then I just get them involved, and that helps me get there, and then we'll set stuff up. So in Cincinnati, I haven't really met anybody to try that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you have a connection in an area, that makes it easier in case, let's say you forgot something, you need to borrow a microphone, something breaks, or someone breaks down.
3: Mm -hmm. It would be daunting that, like, Mm -hmm. when you think about it, you're traveling... Um, city to city and you didn't really have any, uh, you didn't have that kind of connection preamble to yeah. your arrival that people would know you or know what to expect or have heard your album.
0: Now Are you driving or flying?
3: Um, a bit of
1: both. Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of the places I'm going and I'm meeting people there and I have this thing where I can only drive like, I can drive like two, maybe two and a half hours and I'm out. I can't do it no more. So yeah. Going to Florida, that is definitely a flight. I yeah. well, I just tried it. We did nine hours, and I had to go back and forth with two other people. I refuse to do that again. I'm not a driver.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm two and a half hours, but that's two and a half hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, now, I, I get it. I know he will
0: it, like when we were talking about going to uh, Nashville over the over in June, and he wanted to stop in Louisville and stay overnight, and then drive the rest. It's four hours
2: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. so drive yeah, straight, so. but I mean, I do have place. family in Louisville that we could uh, we would like get together with them while we were down there, so yeah.
1: the only thing that can really like push me to just suck it up and drive is uh, after a while, my girlfriend her driving just gets crazy scary, and it's just like, okay, I gotta step in i gotta I gotta get involved because I'll find myself like closing my eyes at certain moments where I'm like oh, this is about to be an accident. So I just have to be, I have to step up and just say, okay, I'm going to drive. Then yeah. I'll push it.
3: So you start nodding off, have, you got to slap you, your own face and yeah,
1: keep yourself you, going. I, have I you ever done like tour thing? Anymore. I tried it once and that's when uh-huh. I was opening for a, a, a bigger artist at the time. But not for my, not for myself. I don't have, uh-huh. a lot of times when I've just started with a band about a year and a half ago and touring uh-huh. going that way, I just kind of meet know. people here. So like, I have a good, friend, um, good amount of people who play instruments in Atlanta, and I just kind of set up with them once I get there and yeah. use people in that area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you don't I'm
0: have a really... set band that you work with? No, ma'am. Cool. It's and... nice that you got those connections like that. Oh, yeah, I'm all that about networking. I feel like
1: everybody should like should uh-huh. get together and do certain stuff because it helps everybody in the long run. And me being a small yes. artist, I've learned that lesson. Like, You need those connections. You need to talk to people.
0: Yeah, I know. Other than the driving thing, if if I were in an, a a travel career situation, I think I would have a ti- I would do a tiny house that you could drive, oh, I would love or maybe turn a. I would love a converted bus.
1: I I just saw that on um on Twitter. I've been seeing them, but I just saw like a like an hour video of them just speeding through how they did it, and uh, I, I I would love to.
0: It, it looks fascinating. And I, I just want to meet. I just want to meet um, John and Zach from Tiny House Nation.
1: <laughs> I, I, I just I, can't imagine like converting to it. I feel like yeah. the space that I'm in now, that transition uh, would be weird. But I would love to do it. We stayed in one fast? on vacation not so long ago.
0: Yeah. How much square footage do you have?
1: That is an adult question that I do not know the answer to. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm so sorry.
0: Like a one that we have, uh, we know ours because we own our house. Oh.
1: Or you oh, know I it. am nowhere near a homeowner. I am, I am yeah. stupid. Anymore. I'm trying to get oh. there now.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you're it sounds like your girlfriend will take care of it. I'm the driving <laughs> force, um, uh, you know, in, in our financial drive. I'm the driving, force.
1: I'm the financial person where it's like right. I'm good at like at setting up a savings and doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, like now I've just got into the point where it's like I just had finished school. And she's starting a different school, so now I'm in the process of like learning what credit is and investing is. So that's what I'm working on now. And I want yeah. to, leave. I want to get a house right now. I, I think I'm enjoying apartment life.
0: Right.
3: So but right I'm now we're going
0: for and against.
3: So you're in South Carolina, right? Yes, sir. Beautiful part of the country, or so mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> I've never been there. Uh, oh yeah, I
0: love it. yeah. My, uh my aunt pays for a. Um, a little mini mansion on Hilton Head every year for the family. And whoever can go, goes. I wasn't able to go this year or, of course, last year.
1: That's another beautiful place. South Carolina yeah. has a lot of really cool places. And I hate that it's gotten out where a lot of people have, are seeing that. We have so many people moving here now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Pretty soon to be like
1: L.A., I guess.
0: it pushing go? up? Yeah. The, yeah. The
1: make it like that.
0: You know what you want to do? I will tell you this. We waited way too late. Uh, meet with a financial planner, it's usually, you can usually get it for free to meet with them and they give you advice on what to do with your stuff and and ways to, um, uh, to, um, you know, uh, like, yeah, in, uh... the ways to invest, but also ways to divest yourself of debt and thing, because mm-hmm. they have like little, little trips Ticks, tricks and tips that uh, our financial planner really helped us a lot. And we just started doing that like three years ago and um, we should have done it way sooner.
1: We had talked, she talked about that because she's, she has a big debt from school. I got lucky and all of my student debt got cleared. So now my only debt is hospital bills. So like when sitting down and like, we tried to like put together our finances and I was like, okay, if we take it to somebody and we can get advice. Looking at it on paper, I was too embarrassed because I oh. feel like somebody would look at us stupid at the stuff that we buy and then like the amount of money we spend on food. So I feel like we look so childish was so like, we need to get a little better organized first. I hate looking so like childish in front of that, like of an adult situation.
3: Well, I don't, you know, that's not, that's not stupidity.
0: Now, i said um,
3: defensively when I look at our own budget.
0: Yeah, when, <laughs> when we look at, like you said, way too much yeah, on food.
3: It's,
1: people um, are just, you know,
0: going out to eat and things.
1: Cause yeah. we're not cooks at all. She can cook, but we yeah. eat out probably two or three times a day.
0: Yeah. Oh, see, that's a, yeah, that's a lot.
1: That can
3: add up. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah.
0: We've, uh, we actually are spending less on food since we started keto because you kind of have to cook at home. Plus, I work from home now. So, but, um, Let's let's go back to your music because part of this is getting you a little bit of press, even if it's only forty people who listen to now, now twenty now. to forty people who But now um, we're gonna
3: have all survival yes, friends. Oh, exactly. So we'll keep adding this Happy to have oh, yes. okay. So we've listened to some you know, we, we really yeah. liked uh, the single again. First are we is it okay if we play a song or two of yours on the podcast. Or? Yes, sir.
2: Yes, sir. He'll put. He'll insert
0: that in as part of the editing. Yeah,
3: I'd like to go ahead and play okay. um again right now for everyone. Oh, let okay. them appreciate. Yeah.
1: I've been thinking about you. I've been sipping and slipping. That's just what we do.
2: That's just what we do.
1: To be wicked The witches from
2: the
3: east are trying to kick it They said we go together It's just physics I'm always going for it, never timid And it hurt my soul feel
1: like I've been spinning in the boat Looking up, there's nowhere else to go On this downward spiral on a row, I'm
2: not sure I'll ever be
1: the same again I know you won't
3: ever say my name again Take the blame, I played the game I made my bed, now I can't sleep I'm counting up these sheep And I go one sheep, two sheep, three sheep, four I don't want to think about you no more But you're all
1: I got on my mind I wish you'd call me one time and say it's
2: me, I'm in the So... I've been drinking just to feel nothing again. I'm alone and I'm thinking again.
3: We really kind of enjoyed that one. Uh huh. You know, we did kind of a crash course, I guess. Yeah. You know. But, um, you know, definitely, uh, I read some things about you as well, like the, the, some of your inspirations, like, like a Billie Eilish fan, and like Lord, I think. Yeah, you know I, I I have a really
1: weird, everybody says it's weird, but I have an obsession with Lord and, like, female pop. For some reason, that's like my gym music.
2: mm mm-hmm. yeah, I,
1: would, I, I and, can't explain it. It gets me
3: hype. I get it. Yeah. There's a lot of great female artists right now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I know, know Billy Eilish is right there at the top. You know. yeah. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of my you know I listen to the um, Rolling Stone podcast, which to get most of my like, mm-hmm. stuff that's uh, post yeah. you know nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, <laughs>
2: uh, I'm, but, I, yeah.
3: But they're all about Billie Eilish and they're breaking down um, Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they're talking about you know they're they're always talking about uh, Britney's uh, governorship Situation. or whatever. Or, yeah, yeah, she, I've been she won right that. Too.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it's just well, interesting
1: that and I always listed Katy Perry. To me, Katy Perry has always been the greatest female singer. That is that's a big love
3: of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Well she does have a great voice. I love the way mm-hmm. she takes the titles of traditional rock songs and stuff like that and applies them. I think it's creative. I guess, you know, yeah. some people might think it's
0: derivative.
3: Derivative. Maybe, I mean or a lot or songs are copyish, so you, you know?
0: know, but it's it's almost but not quite parody.
1: Yeah. yeah. I feel like and it's a lot of stuff that can be looked at when people say it like that, but it's also a level of influence. And I feel like a lot of people don't like appreciate if people adapting or like using their influences in their work where it's like, no, you have to be 100% original. And I think that like that mindset will really slow somebody down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, um, there's, there's some, uh, remakes, like for instance, the remake of, uh, is it called Morning Angel? Where he says, you're closer to my peeps, you are to me. Closer than my peeps, you are to me. Um, That just annoys me. (laughs) Don't know why.
1: I know, like, Post Malone just did a cover of Hootie and the Blowfish. And I love it. Like, I'm obsessed with it. I play it all the time.
0: I haven't heard that. We'll have to take a listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, check it out.
3: Well it's a it's uh-huh. a the sincerest form of flattery in some respects. To, yeah. To reimagine. We talked about that with Dave.
0: Yeah, unless you know? unless you're getting into the whole monetary thing. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah.
3: But, you know, but, uh, there's been sampling going like, on for a long time yeah. and mm-hmm. borrowing uh, just snippets, and, yeah. and cor- like a chorus that sh- that's been going on. You know, contemporary music has yeah. been doing that for and, years. and if
0: you listen to that episode of our podcast, there's a song about a donut store robbery that's just absolutely, it's just really, really funny. And, um, he, I mean, he wrote all his music. And now, do you write your music or? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Good. I, I mean, it's it's nice, melodic.
1: Um, I write all of my, but I am like I just moved out. That's why I did a big um, takedown. Like I've been a fan of sampling for the longest, yeah. but now right. where I'm trying to kind of stand out, I had to kind of take a step back and reevaluate a lot of it. But mm-hmm. I. I I appreciate sampling when I hear it when it's like yeah. a callback to another song or something like that and it puts right in right experience. a
0: little bit of sampling is fine yeah it's just that one song that for some reason that one gets on my nerve I think it's and the, there's others I like just fine
3: I think that in that particular example you were just so fond of the original yeah Was yeah. when when that R- Roberta Flack
0: um not sure. You know I don't remember that stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's some top.
1: songs that are so iconic to you that they yeah. just can't remix. I heard yeah. somebody do a cover of Free Bird, and yeah. it just it, it just it just killed my whole mood. It just did not work for me. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, and and sometimes it's like the original is so right
1: mm-hmm.
0: that yeah, even if it's not something you love, it's just. No. Why did you do that? You didn't need to. Yeah. Pick something I else. And make, like, there are other songs where all. you hear a different version, and it's like, oh my god, that's genius.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the difference. Like, the Post Malone, him redoing I Only Want to Be With You, I oh, absolutely yeah. loved it. I thought it was way better than the original. But yeah. then, anytime I've heard a cover of Freebird, like, the one I just heard, um, her mm-hmm. voice, like, she she sung it, like, great. Like, her voice was great. But just hearing somebody else outside of Leonard Skinner just threw me off. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, Metallica did an entire album of covers called Garage, uh, Garage Incorporated. And I think the mistake they made is they tried to be too true to the original song. So it really came off as
0: kind of lazy yeah. and
3: not, you know, and I'm a Metallica fan, but I didn't like that album at all.
0: Kind of, here's an album we, we did absolutely no work, but pay us anyway. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I'm trying to, I want to do, like, how you say, like, get a cover, but, like, transition to where it doesn't sound so, like, it's not so true to the original. But mm-hmm. it's hard, at least in my experience, it's been hard because no matter how you sing it, you're still hearing the original and you still have the original so embedded in you that you can't fully switch it over. I'm, that's been my problem with doing
3: covers. Yeah,
0: yeah and, and imitation may be the sincerest form of flattery. But, you know.
3: So well, mm-hmm. uh, Disturbed did that cover mm-hmm. The Sounds of Silence. Yeah. And that was so different than Simon and Garfunkel. You know, yeah. you're talking about a, mm-hmm. a hard rock band, it really put us, you know, they have a really great singer. It really gave it a real hard edge. And that, mm-hmm. was, that was took off. example is um, Johnny Cash and Nine Inch Nails.
1: This version right. are, like way different. Way different feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: That's-
0: now, and to me, there are some artists who have and An almost uncanny instinct for doing covers in a way that, that like Van Halen, mm-hmm. would take a song and sing the exact same words, and yet it's almost like it's not the same song.
1: That's what Miley Cyrus did with the song, I don't know if you know, Gla- Heart of Glass. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And it's kind of the same, but she has it in her own way where I like hers a lot better too
3: yeah
0: i I always think that um if they ever do a share movie and Cher doesn't sing the score herself because she can still hold it together mm-hmm. sadly not every singer's voice maintains like that, but I think she's been taking care of her voice for a long time but um I think that Miley Cyrus could easily step in in my opinion and and you know sing the share uh yeah, songs. that's a good call. That's, she's
3: got kind of yeah. the same uh
0: she's got that kind of, I've huskiness. Never thought of that. Yeah. 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 That's just something that I noticed that with her huskiness, but she'd have to get rid of a little bit of the twang. Because uh-huh. it's like she's got a husky country doing rock music, which is what makes her so distinctive.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I do think she could share it up if you know, for the but, you know, i
1: have never yeah. thought of that. I think that was really good yeah. So uh-huh.
3: do you do you do any uh During your live performances, is it it just all your original music or do you do some uh, some covers?
1: I do, like, it's usually, like, whatever song I'm just, like, that's I'm obsessed with at the time. I might throw it in there. Like, I know um, for the longest um, I was doing a Matt and Kim song. That's a group that I love. They have this song, Cameras, and I would play it for a little bit or just, like, if I need to, like, quickly transition and, like, I want to get water, but I'm, like, Cause I do stand up in my like while I'm doing songs in and out, so if Mm -hmm. I need a transition between the two and I want to get water or if we had some kind of mess up, I'll have Mm -hmm. like just some song on my playlist come out. But that's another thing you have to be careful with because a lot of people, even if you're performing, you got and you're but you're getting paid. That's a lawsuit, so it's being mindful of that too. Mm -hmm. But I I try to switch it in there
3: every so often. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at this point. Let's go ahead and take a pause for the cause for our mm-hmm. sponsor. Yeah. And when we come back, we'll talk to Sir Von a little bit more about his music and his comedy. Mm-hmm. So. so
0: we're back with Sir Vaughn Campbell. Um, he's a uh, musician, singer. He's going to be touring coming up in August in... Um, uh, kind of up and down the East Coast, you might be able to catch him somewhere between Georgia and Florida in uh, August and September. And then you were saying that, um, <clears throat> uh, where was it, like around October?
1: Um, yeah. so, so John Ocho, I, the date that we said so far, the date we're running with is September
3: 13th. Okay. Um, so and some of the things I read about you uh you mentioned um kind of a polarizing figure uh kanye west as being a um inspiration um and so i told you about my rolling stone thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know they they absolutely uh, kanye is an absolute genius in the estimation all the writers at rolling stone Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh,
0: on the Rolling Stone podcast.
3: Yeah. And it's, you know, I can't mm-hmm. tell you that I've seen a lot of his pieces and everything, but the things that I've seen like on SNL and stuff like that,
0: mm-hmm.
3: he, uh, he they're very uh, elaborate. They're very, you know.
0: Involved and intricate.
3: And in some ways, uh, artistic. Or,
1: yeah.
0: You know, well, I mean. Yeah.
1: My love for Kanye is really because he changed, he's a big part of the, like what changed my mindset of like what music was because. Yeah. He was was the first non-gospel song that I listened, just like, voluntarily.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember it so clearly, like, in
1: sixth grade. Uh huh, I still, like, even to this day, I'm deeply religious, and growing up, I Mm -hmm. always wanted to be a preacher. So, like, but hearing Kanye West really, like, like, was a weird thing. It was like, oh, there's other kind of music, I guess.
3: Yeah. And, and that's what I mean about polarizing, though, because he does. There was a song he released a few years ago. I remember where I think it was even titled "I Am God." Or he, he, there was a yeah, yeah. And so he took a lot of heat for that. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then, of course, he had the situation where he was with Trump in the White House and yeah. stuff like that. So there's things of
2: that's special.
3: It made him an interesting character. But I did hear him on. I have to tell you, I listened to a Rogan interview he did that mm. just kind of blew my mind with is just his coherence, just his intelligence. I don't know. It, it yeah. was just a really engaging podcast. Um
1: Hyatt is very egotistic, but he also is really modest and cool about certain stuff because uh-huh. I don't know how deep with Trump he ran. And I'm not one of the knocking for it at all, like not even in the slightest, but he Got a lot of little stuff like through the back door with Trump, where yeah. Trump did this thing with um Spotify and different things where some some kind of executive order I can't word it correctly but basically he got musicians paid more for their work and that mm-hmm. was through his little connection with Kanye and then they had a lot of other little things that they did that some was public some was like just kind of passed under the radar but I don't know if he had like other motives through it but he did get a lot of stuff done. I, Mm-hmm. it's like he's somebody i feel like i would it. i would go crazy trying to um understand him
3: yeah yeah there's a lot there that's that's yeah. what this interview yeah. with rogan exposed there's just a lot going on there that you uh that just on the surface you, you don't right really see. and
0: then there's uh the uh the rumors of mental illness
3: mm-hmm.
0: which apparently which i mean we'll
1: see that, it's true
0: yeah yeah it does Um, on the other hand, you know, hey, all of us have got a little bit of crazy.
1: Yeah, right. Oh yeah, for sure. I am definitely there. My only problem that I had with Kanye was when he came out saying that he was saved, I at first thought it was an act. Like I really thought that he was trying to use God to sell records. And that bothered me. But I felt like I don't know, I kinda I kinda think that it's for real now and I still I love his gospel album. So that threw me off, but I'm I'm, I'm right back on the Kanye train. Right. Yeah.
3: So, um, so us not being you no know, not being that familiar with his work, what what songs would you recommend us of his to, to look okay. into? Okay.
0: Maybe the gospel for sure, because that's at okay. okay. Well, go gospel. Different.
1: He has a song called "Closed on Sunday," where it's so corny that it's yeah. just genius all at the same time.
0: Now
3: that's Where, up right up my alley. <laughs> hey, corny, Which, that's all about. It. Yeah,
0: he's, he's
1: he's comparing family to Chick Fil A. Okay, and it's about structuring your family in God, but all connecting it to Chick Fil A. Where he's like, like my favorite lyric, he says, Close on Sunday, you're my Chick Fil A, you're my number one with the lemonade." Where it's just like it's so corny, but then mm-hmm. he breathes it in, like it starts quoting scriptures and all kind of stuff. I think
3: mm-hmm. that's a great place to start. Right. Cool. Well, we only got a Chick fil A within the last five years. So I know what you yeah. mean now that it is closed on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I could no.
0: not live with it. Yeah. I yeah. could not
3: oh, live you see, with
0: it. And, and, and I, I am not a fan of the mustard honey situation.
3: She thinks that the breading is all honey mustard. Not the breading,
0: the uh, the marinade. I think it's basically honey mustard.
3: Well, I'm with you, Savannah. I like not,
0: it. Yeah. Philip, so
1: he loves it. So around. we can. I feel like anything i feel like chick-fil-a is god's cafeteria so anytime that somebody says something negative about chick-fil-a i always say that's blasphemous i will not i won't (laughs) step i won't touch on it chick-fil-a that's the lord's (laughs) food
0: i i uh i bow to your taste i am i am often you. you know different about things um you know
3: well, here's the here's yeah. the thing I noticed about that. They put uh-huh. a, uh, a a competing a competitor to Chick fil A right across the street from Chick fil A. It's Canes. Canes.
0: If we're going to mention one, we should mention the other. But even
3: on Sundays, Canes business does not pick up, even though Chick fil A. Markedly. Because
0: yeah, I
1: don't think I'm familiar with that. Is that like a is that a chain restaurant? Yeah. I
0: don't know if that's a local thing that they did, but Canes is a it's a, it's basically exactly the same menu.
3: But, not, but it's quite different because of the, yeah. they have a, it, they a,
0: don't have the honey mustard and, um, they have they, a
3: homemade sauce that right. some people like and some people, yeah it's just right. not, it's Every, just not up to the level. Yeah. It's much. like, I you know, an argument with my aunt
1: about, um, cause Popeyes for the longest was trying to compete with Chick-fil-A. Oh no. And they were like trying so hard to say that their chicken sandwich was better. And my aunt loves Popeyes. Nope. So my logic was if Chick-fil-A, if they pray for you, if they say that they're, you know, they're God's restaurant and this, that, and this, then any competitor, anybody going against them must be of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: I love fun family arguments like that.
2: Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Sometimes I'll argue with my family just for the fun of arguing.
1: That's me with my girlfriend. Yeah. I will do anything to go out of my way to annoy her for two seconds.
3: Just to yep. be a contrarian, right? <laughs> Just to do it.
0: Man, I miss my mom. So, we used to have the best discussions. Yeah. Oh, so, My mom is my best friend. Please? I'm sorry. What was that?
1: I said, yeah, my mom is my best friend. Yeah. Anytime I go out touring or anything, she's always with me.
0: Cool. Yeah.
3: Um, so your stand, I, I think I read you said your stand-up came first. You were doing comedy before music. Yes, and sir. Now, now you kind of pepper your, uh, your on-stage uh You use your banter during your concert performances. So I wonder, do you do, do you do like open mic, like pure stand up? Like I'm going to, I'm going to riff for an hour here in front of a, um, the crowd, you know, like at a club or something like that. I mean, do you do, do just for
0: kind of like a, a break even, maybe?
1: I used to stand up was like all that I thought of. Like I only wanted to do stand up. I didn't want, I didn't have a thought about music. And so I was doing that. I was doing open mics. I was doing anything I could to get, Two minutes, five minutes, anything. And once I was in I had I had a run in LA, I was opening for Dana Carvey and I bombed yeah. so bad mm. that it made me like, okay, I don't think this is for me anymore. And I haven't I haven't done it in a while. It's been like it's been like two years now. Mm-hmm. I've been too scared to do it.
3: Yeah. Well don't I mean most comedians I don't know anything about comedians because and I'm not a comedian, but I I listen to Marin and he has a lot of comedians mm-hmm. on and they all talk about times that they I bombed and how they uh yeah you know, how they kind of navigated through um that situation problems, you know so uh,
1: i tried but, to i what well, they i got there and i got there i think 10 minutes before i was supposed to go on because that night when i was in la i was really trying to maximize my time so i had Within the four days that I was there, I had 26 shows, and they were so closely booked that I only got to do 19. So I had four shows before I got there. So I got there, okay. I had like 15, 10 minutes time to go on, and then they said, hey, no jokes about this, 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 or this, and that was my whole act.
0: Oh yeah! Oh. See now, there's the problem: yeah. preparation. Well,
3: he was yeah. prepared, but they took yeah, the, right. they pulled the rug out from. There. Well,
0: that's what I'm talking. Yeah, that's that's where the problem was. You had to change things up all of a sudden, and and I have learned that most comedians don't just get up there, and not everybody can be a Robin Williams.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? Follow a Robin
0: Williams, <laughs> right? I I certainly yeah. wouldn't want to. Yeah, um, <laughs> but. yeah.
1: Dude, Robin Williams is one. Like I don't know he. He has a weird standing with, like, the stand-up world. It's and it's a lot of, like, comedians that could just go up there and they could just just start right. talking. Like, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle it doesn't even have to be funny. He has stand-up sets where he's not even telling a joke. He's just telling a story. Right. And it, it is, like, the best thing ever. Yeah,
3: yeah, we're big Right, Dave Chappelle. He doesn't live far from here, actually. But, no, um, he's
0: a. I mean, we're both Central in Central Ohio. 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 Yeah. yeah.
3: I love, yeah. His, he's funny. Mm-hmm. He's hilarious, and he he he's come back from his uh, hiatus, hiatus or whatever, <laughs> and he's mm-hmm. is just as good as ever.
0: <laughs> now, oh, yeah, um,
1: like, he has been great.
0: You write your own music. You write the music and the lyrics.
1: Yes, ma'am. Um, I do this thing now where I get. I'll just go rent a bunch of instruments and I don't know how to play them. So I just kind of find a sound that might last like a second or two seconds and I'll loop it okay. and I just add it to other stuff. So I've been doing okay. the majority of it by myself lately.
0: Clever. But
3: um, well, you know, going back to Chappelle though, for, he did an episode of SNL
0: mm-hmm.
3: right after Trump was elected. Uh-huh. It was controversial because he had, he had said, okay, so we've elected this guy and let's give him a chance. And, um, you Know, I think he had to, he had to uh, yeah, kind
0: um, of draw back on that a little.
3: Well, I think anybody that did want to give him a chance at the time found out that they should not have given, mm-hmm. but um, any anyway, that's beside the point. But the thing is, um, I know you're a fan of SNL, and that mm-hmm. you and oh, that definitely your, your dream is to possibly be a host or performer on SNL sometime. I was just wondering, yeah,
1: most musicians they want like Grammys and stuff like that. That's it, that is the, like the Biggest thing I can ask for.
3: Yeah, but I look.
0: are nice, but SNL is SNL.
1: Exactly. Okay.
3: But you said you you uh, worked with Dana Carvey, or you, you preceded him a, anyway. Did Did you have any discussions with him about? I wanted to, but
1: yeah. I bombed so bad to the point where I had to get like I got off stage earlier than my time, and he got up and like fully addressed all of my shortcomings. Like no, he fully no. addressed how bad I did. <laughs> because I had some joke where it was like I basically said that I didn't know it was some I, I don't know, but basically it was me saying I didn't know California was a part of Mexico at some point and he addressed it. I don't I, I can't fully mm-hmm. tell you the joke, but I sounded really stupid. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. I think he went on for he went on for fifty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact ten minutes of that was fully directed at me. So right. after the show, I was just like Hey, how you doing? I tried to like pe- play it off. And, yeah. like, you know I had? and I was like, Yeah, I know. And I kinda just we just let it go and went our separate ways. Uh,
3: so you were in no yeah. mood to pick his brain at that
1: point. I was yeah. way too embarrassed. I was way too embarrassed.
0: Got yeah.
3: I guess, you know, some comedians I guess they I guess that they do that. They they kind of sacrificed an individual for the sake of the whole audience. Like I'll see them do yeah, that.
1: And I I've well, done it too, so I can't even be mad. Yeah. And then
0: I and I think Um, I don't even think that's necessarily like, like you said, you've done it. Um, that doesn't seem like a disrespect thing so much as a recovery thing. You know, it's it's
1: one of those things you have to just attack it head on because
0: as far as any
1: community I have ever seen, any organization I've ever seen, comedians will a hundred percent have your back. Mm -hmm. If you go, you're bombing, they'll fake laugh, they'll smile. It's been times where um, I was at Laugh Factory and the guy was on. And he was stuttering. He was, like, a nervous wreck. And looking at everybody in the audience, like, it was one dude that was just, like, keep going, keep going. Like, everybody just pushing him on. I've yeah. never seen the amount of support that I've gotten. It's, so, like, that point, it was more of, like, hazing. So, like, I didn't take it too bad. It was just, like, yeah, I'm too to try to talk to you right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, yeah. that's it's, it's a world.
0: And he probably would have been really cool. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm sure bad. he was
1: because he talked to everybody. After the yeah. show, he talked to the audience. Like, he just came out. Like, I know he was a great guy. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. he does seem like an all right guy. He's not necessarily my style of comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't love uh, what he did. I, you know, I did like some of what he did on SNL, but not, you know, uh, he's not my major cup of tea.
1: So who are some oh, of your, I- I-
0: who are your comedic uh, um,
3: Heroes or
0: yes.
1: SNL faves. Um, my favorite comedian right now is a guy named Mark Norman. That is, like, that is 100 my favorite comedian right now. And then, okay. um, you know, Dave Chappelle is one of the um, like the greatest. Edit. Oh yeah. This guy Moronzo Vance, I love him to death. Um, mm-hmm. With Saturday Night Live people, my favorite Saturday Night Live member of all time is Jason Sudeikis. I I love mm-hmm. him and everything oh. he does. And yeah. then his widow. Now it's a lot of big people from SNL.
3: yeah Yeah. Sudeikis is good though I know he was in uh, wasn't he in the espionage movie with um, Jennifer Mm -hmm. Um, Aniston where the Millers yeah Yeah, I love that movie that was was
0: so funny
1: that is a movie I can watch over and over anytime
0: yeah absolutely definitely and I'm not even it's just good He's got a tongue cheek type of yeah yeah and then yeah it's not it's not slapstick but it's not too far
1: over your head either
0: right exactly because there are comedians who you know tend to it's like their whole act is an inside joke yeah yeah it's
1: a guy I tell him all the time this isn't even me being mean because we went on tour together his whole act annoys me we have had this talk multiple times where it's like I love him death that's my that's a brother of mine and I've said this to him. His jokes, I just don't get them. It's like, yeah. he I don't know, he has a joke where, um, he has a hat and he says guys that wear hats are, are like a hole, something like that, basically saying mm-hmm. that he's a hole for wearing a hat. And it's just, I really? don't know, it just, it's not for me. It's like mm-hmm. why? He, yeah. he's one that he'll go for the slightest joke instead of like, you know, building points and building up stuff for a big joke. He'll just uh-huh. he'll throw fifty jokes at you in fifty
3: seconds. Okay. So he's like the uh, he's like the the guy that, that keeps taking shots rather than passing the ball around in basketball. Exactly. A if, <laughs> if, if a
1: If the naked gun, if the naked gun was a stand-up comic, yeah, that would be him. Okay. Yeah.
0: And not everybody gets those movies. I'm one of them. Naked the gun movie, wasn't a great
1: example because I thought that one was really good, but more like like yeah. scary movie or like something like that.
0: Yeah. Now those I can usually watch, but I'm not necessarily finding them super funny. I'm not laugh exactly out loud not. on those. Yeah.
3: Well, for me, Gallagher was that comedian. I, yeah. I Never got Gallagher because he come on yeah. with these stupid props, just like pull something yeah. out of the bag and like. Mm. You
0: know. Well, you don't enjoy <laughs> prop comics anyway. Yeah.
1: Just so well, have yeah. you tried? You don't like Carrot Top?
0: No, he does not.
1: I don't. I don't. I There's. And, yeah, and now that I he's on my. Like, see, bird.
0: now my my problem with Carrot Top is the clown thing. Uh huh. You know, um, because I'm, I'm like well, now really, he's like the really clownophobic.
3: He's like the Incredible Hulk, to yeah. Top now, yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's orange. Yeah,
0: the incredible yeah it's it's, yeah. yeah, it's 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 like uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Ronald McDonald on um, uh, uh, solar solar flares. Whatever Bruce <laughs> Banner was drinking. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I
1: didn't like him at first, but I grew into yeah. it because I watched his act. Like I saw him one time. And I went to see him just cause the other people that was there were people mm-hmm. that I wanted to see. And when he went on, it was just like, his attitude was like, he just really did not care to be there, which was mm-hmm. like, it seemed, it's disrespectful on paper, but it was like, yeah. it was, he just pull shit. stuff out. Yeah, he just he pulled something out the bag and he was like, I don't know, and made a joke. And it was like, you know, that was kind of funny. So it wasn't that I was just dying laughing, but he's like, he's a, he's a nose laugh kind of guy. Like, I, I, I'm starting yeah. to like him more.
0: Yeah, I I find the the only and I really you can't really call him a prop comic, but the only comic who utilizes props that I'm I'm aware of uh, that I think really did it well. And I did enjoy some Gallagher, but uh, Howie Mandel.
1: Howie Mandel, I don't think I've ever seen yeah. him do stand-up.
0: Um, well, one of the things he used to do was and and I don't know if he was um, medicated uh maybe he should have been but um at the time he was very very like it was like perfect for my ADD moment when he was doing stand up comedy and he I was very fast paced and a little bit manic and he would do this thing where he would put a uh, a glove on his head and blow it up with his nose yeah, and it was card. just Stupid, funny, you it, know things that are just like so that. dumb, like like the first Dumb and Dumber movie. Some of that stuff was just yeah. so dumb that you had to laugh.
3: Well, you know, if you were uh huh, go ahead, go ahead, oh,
1: yeah. Uh, I was saying like it's comedians like that, like it's comedian Anthony Jeselnik, and then it's comedian yeah. um the one Mark Norman. They're both they both give one liners pretty much, but it's yeah. like it's hit or miss either way.
3: Well, I guess if you're at a club. And you're having a good time and uh, you're in the mood already. And then somebody comes out and just starts doing a bunch of outrageous sight gags and stuff that could really, that could really get you. <laughs> you know, you could really yeah. laugh. Grass-like. Yeah. Cause
1: you're already warmed up. So you just, you want to laugh and you're going to, anything is funny. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah
0: if, if you're ready to laugh, it's, it's easier to, yeah. yeah. For the comedian, I think
1: it's, it's a comedian that if I'm already ready to laugh and I've laughed at the people that went before you and I'm in a good mood, the ones right. that come out and they just, you know, kill the vibe and they're still not funny. Those are the ones who I see a lot of my friends think they're like the greatest of all time. Huh. That's mm-hmm. what I've
0: been seeing. Well, I always thought one of the biggest gifts is being able to get past, like uh, Johnny Carson was genius at at being able to get past the, the no laugh. Yeah, Yeah, I've I've seen that
1: work out in a lot of ways, too, because I know a lot of comedians that, like, their jokes are just, like, kind of stale, but they're really Uh interesting to watch, still.
0: Yeah, personality versus content.
1: Yeah, because I love Aziz and Zari, but his last stand-up special, it was, like, really political, and he mainly Uh did a lot of, like, white bashing, just like, if you're a white person, I'm going to pick on you, and I'm picking on all the white people in America. Well, it was, like, funny the first few times. But then, right. like, the whole stand-up special was basically white bashing, and it was just kind
3: of like, ah, I'm not kidding. He getting did the me. joke like, too I'm much? It's you. Yeah. yeah. Like, he just overdid it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Do you remember a guy named Mitch, Mitch Humberg, or Mitch? No, sir. Oh. Okay, how about, um uh, how about Stephen Wright?
0: Oh, yeah, Stephen Wright. I knew that I find him humorous.
3: Yeah, he was very low-key. Yeah, very, very acerbic.
0: Um, definitely one-liners. Yeah. And uh, sometimes he'd, he'd set it up and then just, just go somewhere else completely. Yeah. And like the that. funny part was that he didn't finish.
1: I know yeah. what you mean. I heard a joke just today where the guy was saying, what would you do if you were in the kitchen about to scramble some eggs and you broke the egg? a rat came out of it then god appeared and said you didn't see anything and don't tell nobody what you saw
2: uh-huh. what would you
1: do but he said if it was me what i would do is i would put it in my stand-up set and tell it like it was a joke
2: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> then he yeah. switched to a completely different story about like nothing to do with that and that was kind of like that made me laugh that's it was funny just like, yeah. where did that come from
2: <laughs>
3: Right. Yeah. There's kinda of delayed response. You kinda of have to process mm-hmm. that and then he's moving on. That's when you get it after he's already yeah. done. Yeah.
0: What are you gonna do if you <laughs> uh, witness the alien invasion that gets smashed? I'm gonna write it up as nonfiction as a fiction. <laughs> yeah,
1: right.
0: Like, hold on, what
1: okay okay, okay, I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. So which chicken sandwich do you like better, canes or ables? No.
3: <laughs> well I'd like yeah. to uh i'd like to play one more of your songs here if you don't Uh mind you you did a a duet with uh sydney shazano a song called gray really like that i Mm -hmm. I, I listened to some of sydney's other work and uh, so i thought that was a really nice piece so i'd like to play that right now i mm-hmm. you. past like um stop dragging my heart around mm-hmm. you know stevie nicks and tom petty yeah
0: um
3: don't give up
0: with mm-hmm. kate
3: bush yeah. Peter gabriel the you know, uh,
0: the glee theme song effectively speaking from journey yeah
1: mm-hmm. i had a lot more but like i wanted yeah. to change like my like a lot of what i was looked at because like a lot of people that i do stuff with or like even like working with john they was like doing photo shoots and stuff for the song they was like okay we're gonna go with a more moody tone and Uh I know I talked a lot about like you know mental illness and like serious stuff but a lot of people were like looking at my music like it was you know like sad music and I was like this sad Mm. person but like a lot of my song people looked at like they were sad I thought they were like you know either funny or just just Mm it's a slow upbeat song So I had to, I took a lot of stuff down and changed a lot of stuff, even my duets. So I had a good bit that I loved, but I just kind of changed some stuff around. Right.
3: Mm -hmm. That's your prerogative. Yeah. It's the body of work. Um, but I mean, is there, do you you like doing these duets? Is that something that you want to pursue?
1: Yeah. I love, I love collaborating in general and working with other people because the song again, it was originally just a duet. And then I got, you know, a, a lot of other people involved. in. so, like, I, I love the, um, vibe and the, um, situation of it. Cause this, I have a song secret and I have a song bad and both of them were like duets. And I just sat down and got to really like have a conversation with the person and we wrote it together. And mm-hmm. I,
3: I love being able to do that with people. So, like, pie in the sky idea is there, is there <laughs> a, uh, someone out there that you would just like...
0: Oh, I was going to ask the same question.
3: Well, then I'll let you ask.
0: Yeah. Uh, who's your, like, dream collaboration?
3: Um,
1: I have so many. Right now, I'm going to say this guy, Labyrinth. Labyrinth is... is... Yeah. I said I have so many, but right, now, I'm going to say Labyrinth. Labyrinth is my favorite singer. He's somebody I'm, like, crazy inspired by. Like, everything he does is just so cool to me. And he followed me, like, a year or two ago. Yeah. And I've been terrified to message him. I I love his music. I'm surprised that I came up on his radar, but yeah, I really want I I want to work with him at some point when I get the courage to ask him. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, heck, you're working with uh, you're working with Oats. You know, <laughs> you got street cred. Reach out. Yeah. I,
1: I I'm gonna
2: get there eventually.
0: I,
1: I keep having this fear where I message him. And then uh-huh. he never says anything, and I go check, and he doesn't follow me anywhere. And it's just like, ugh.
0: Well, I mean, I would check that first. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Mm-hmm. But
3: I get it. This this is someone you hold in very high regard this, yeah. um, artistically.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I,
3: I get it. You know. Now,
0: uh, artists that have preceded us, mm-hmm. if, you could, if you could have any artist... In history, that you know, uh, that has already gone before.
2: Um,
0: want to work with Freddie Mercury.
2: Wow. Oh, right, yeah, so me
1: too.
0: I just want to sit in the room while he <laughs> thinks of songs. Okay, I want to like sit
1: in the room and go over like the way he practiced yeah. stuff where like it's a ton of videos and he's doing like that da, da, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I would just sit uh-huh. there and just be just froze. Like, I, I yeah, can't just sing.
0: Fascinated. So I mean, I feel like he almost and and from the movie i mean i give a lot of credit to the band for letting him just kind of go nuts
1: yeah and,
2: and
0: supporting it and realizing that he was he was exactly right for what the time needed as far as his aesthetic um and and i mean yeah i i think of queen so many of their songs could be anthems um, for the time, for gender issues, I just you know, and you no. didn't even realize they were gender they're issues just, at the time. They're
3: just a great rock And they're band. just it's really nice. Yeah. You
0: know. And they're fun to sing. They incorporated the audience, which I think that right there is such a big thing.
1: Yeah,
2: like they
0: have so many responds. songs that be
1: like about nothing at all, but it's yeah. so awesome. Like they have a song he's talking about he wanna ride his bicycle. And right, I was listening right. to it just like
3: Oh bicycle. Bicycle racing. No
0: other, no other band could have made that a hit.
3: What about I just don't believe that car.
0: Yeah, I'm in love with my car. I don't see I don't see any other band putting that song on an album. Okay. And getting away with
1: it where it's so popular too. Right. Like my favorite song by them is Radio Gaga. And i uh-huh. just imagine being in the studio just like you just make those words up and you just, yeah. just like we're just gonna that,
3: okay that's the song yeah so well, the, the performance exactly. at live age is yeah. unbelievable yeah and it's like okay they redid it in the movie they just um went to great pains to make it exactly as much like the original as possible they didn't even have to do that they could have just played the original footage and it would have mm-hmm. been better but yeah,
1: I, I, I really love it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I love I, yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And that opening sequence where he's trying to get out of the house and he's walking between the cat litter boxes, that's just, I, I felt like that should have gotten some kind of an astronaut for cinematography.
2: Just that, just that,
0: that scene right there, that like, minute and a half two minutes where he's trying to leave the house
1: (laughs) like that is one i have never really been big on biopics but that was one that just really like blew me away that and um rocket man that was great to me too i love both right
0: now um there's also
1: um
0: walk the line uh walk the line we we enjoyed that but um i love him but
3: never seen the movie
0: Okay, oh. the, it's it's worth watching.
3: If you like Johnny Cash, um, it's really good.
0: When you get a I've never seen right. It. Um, and then recently uh I was absolutely Philip really wanted to see this movie. Uh the the one with the lady and she has the Parkinsons now. Um, from the uh the, the the singer. You know what I'm talking about. We went and saw it at um Esquire. Oh, oh. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah,
3: that, that was a documentary about... Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
0: It's not a biopic, it's a documentary. Oh my God. But it's really good. We saw it at the Esquire. Moments. Moments. Um, <laughs> it, and um, she was around like Kate Ashbury, not Kate Ashbury, was she? But um, she was around with like the folk music thing. Um, and she never got married. I'm going to have to um,
1: really edit that.
0: Yeah. So. Well, oh, not necessarily. Just, right yeah.
1: um, oh, I can't think of what you mean.
0: Yeah, I think I think you probably know. Linda who, yeah, Linda Ronstadt. Linda, that
1: uh,
0: oh, and neither was I, and it blew my freaking mind. I had no <laughs> idea. I always thought of her Ronstadt. in my brain. She and Karen Carpenter were almost like the same person until I saw this documentary, and she was so innovative. She would have music events at her house that were similar to, like, Salon, you know, where she would just have so many people over. And uh, it was right around the time when the folk music thing was happening. Well, okay, let's put it this um, way. In California. You've heard of
3: the Eagles, right? Yes, sir. So the Eagles were Linda Ronstadt's backup Fort Avery. Were- yeah. But Absolutely. for me...
0: And they, they, they might not have even been the Eagles if it wasn't for her. Yeah.
3: Uh, but for me, Ray is like, like Ray. Yeah, is like Ray. One yeah. For biopic.
0: Yeah, I think they Ray. did a really good job with that, and he deserved all the awards he won. Jimmy
1: yeah, because he played him down to the sea like a hundred percent. Like he fully got that right, the voice and all. Well,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and he was even doing the singing and everything, So that was like. Yeah, and Jamie
1: Fox wow. can do like great impressions. He's going to play Mike Tyson now, and he does a great job of that.
0: Now that's a juxtaposition.
3: Well, I can see that. I can mm-hmm. see him doing that. He put on a few pounds, you know. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. He has yeah. gotten
3: above for
1: it. He's, um, his voice for him is like spot on, but yeah. he's been like hitting
3: the gym. He's even gotten really big.
0: Huh.
3: He's really an underrated actor. I think I'm, so. I yeah. don't know if he is. I mean,
0: he's an Oscar
3: winner. Well, maybe he's not. Maybe he's
0: yeah, not.
3: Yeah, he's not all that underrated. He's just, maybe not yeah. appreciated. He's not. It's,
1: I can't even say that. He's not as active as I would like him. I'll put it in yeah. way.
0: Well, but when you get to a certain point, you can pick and choose. Yeah. You can choose what you want to do yeah. um, and projects that you want to continue. It
1: seems to have yeah, a lot. Yeah, and of i see that a lot with, like, my favorite movies, and I'd be expecting a sequel. But it's just, like, mm-hmm. they don't need to.
0: Yeah. Well, and one of my things with the sequels, like, for instance, um, Austin Powers. hmm That was funny. I mean, it really was, but the second one, it yes. feels like they rushed that one. I like so,
1: all, of, I like, they're working, they were supposed to be working on another one, but yeah. it just never, like, I don't know if it's still in development or what they're doing, but I've been waiting for it. They said they were going to do another one. I would love another one.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and then there's also the rumors that Mike Myers <clears throat> is very hard to work with. Yeah.
1: I've heard that too.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that could be a factor. Um, I know that um there was the possibility of another uh dumb and dumber and I've heard of another Ace Ventura but then they that don't need um, another
1: dumb and, like, no
0: probably not right. but uh but apparently uh you know but Jim Carrey went through like some personal stuff and some depression yeah. so mm-hmm. you
1: know well. I've seen it and then like when you do get the sequel it's not like from the jump I did not want to come into America too I didn't think it was no. going to be good oh, that's- it was, and I it didn't was like right. it it was yeah. okay.
0: Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't maybe up to par. It, it was more of a TV movie to me. But I was the Netflix. Yeah. Movie. I got met one.
3: Yeah. The recent right. one, the Netflix.
0: I yes. Yeah. And right. I, I did love the nod to um when he when he came back to America and uh and he gave those two bums the money. Mm-hmm. That was a reference oh, back to, uh, to
1: trading places.
0: Yes, that was a reference to trading space pr- places. Yeah. So See, I, I like
1: it. It just was kind of right. like, like you said, it felt like a TV movie. It did yeah. not live up to the first. I don't think.
0: Right. No. Well, I
3: think it was put together because there was not a lot coming out after COVID. I mean, right. stuff is just now starting yeah, to come out that's after true. COVID. They and were think, doing,
0: and that was made like before or during COVID. I think
1: they. Yeah, yeah they, they kind of probably
0: before.
1: Is- but Eddie Murphy was already planning a comeback, so I think he was just saying yes to a lot of stuff because he yeah. did Dolomite, and I didn't like Dolomite. And then no. he did that, and he's doing. Um, he has a stand-up special he's doing, and he's doing what was the other one? Oh, Beverly Hills Cop. He's doing another one of those. I love Be- now, Beverly Hills. Yeah, Fox. I
0: and and really, I think they gave the sequel, the second one, enough time that it was. It was relevant, and it it nodded to the free, first movie without being, you know.
3: Well, I love the soundtrack. Stupid. I love yeah. the soundtrack. Yeah,
1: true. A, a good yeah, soundtrack. But his sequels are usually good because, um yeah. Another forty eight hours. I thought that was very. I like it way. Like I like it better than the first. One.
0: See, no, I haven't seen that.
1: Have you seen forty eight hours? Forty two. Forty. Yes.
0: Yes. I, I saw forty eight hours, but I haven't seen another forty eight hours. But I just, I just haven't. But I can blow your mind right now. Philip has not seen Die Hard.
2: What? Like, none
0: uh, of them? Right? I'm, I'm like, I i can't even find it on, uh, like, we, we're, we're, of course, off the cable. I can't even find it on any of our platforms, and we have quite a few. So See, I, I can't I, even I find to it to now. rent. I'm that t-
1: person. I If I miss out on a franchise and somebody hypes it up enough, I'll go back and watch it. I just finished right. Hunger Games, and I'm about to start Harry Potter.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: and with uh, Harry Potter,
0: you if you're a real fan of Harry Potter, you got to watch them like five or six times to get all of the nods to different things and books and all that stuff.
1: I wasn't allowed okay. to watch them when it first came out because my okay. mom had like, my mom was a preacher. She was like big into like no snakes and this and that and that and that. So oh,
0: okay. I, I
1: didn't ever get a chance yeah, to watch it. But now
0: I'm with your mom on no snakes. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, she she will pass out if she sees a snake. Even, like, if it's on TV, she cannot do it.
0: Yeah, I used to be like that. I've gotten to the point where I can see a photo of a snake and I can see one on TV. And then, of course, there was the movie Anaconda. We didn't actually go to the theater and see that, and it was so ridiculously bad. That I was able to watch the movie without any, without too much problem. I mean, the My snake was sad. so ridiculously no. fake. Now, snakes on a plane. I'm sorry. I'm a Samuel L. Jackson advocate, fan aficionado, but I will never watch that movie.
1: See, neither, I, I haven't seen neither one of them. My mom is back okay. to the point where she was scrolling mm-hmm. Facebook one day and uh-huh. she screamed out for me because she wanted me to scroll past a snake. <laughs> he dropped the phone and couldn't pick it up because it was still on the screen yeah wow. that's my how brother, bad
0: my brother when we were younger would trade would chase me with pictures from nature books oh. <laughs> He literally open the book and chase me with
1: it my mom would kick me out
0: yeah i had my- to
1: muster up like i i'm the same way i don't want to see a snake I, uh-huh. I don't want anywhere around me but yeah. my mom we were leaving church really late one day and it was just us two and when we was leaving, she was closing up. She was locking up everything. And I had to be, like, 17. And when I'm walking out, I see one. And I know if she sees it, it's going to be a really bad reaction. And it was yeah. black. And I don't know if this is wrong. I hope not. But they told me that black ones aren't poisonous or anything. So I stepped on his head, and I grabbed it. And I just kind of, like, slung it off. And just, it was so much. Well, it was a whole action movie for me. But, like, I know <laughs> uh-huh. she can't. she can't handle it.
0: Like the adrenaline. The snake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, what was it? Uh, my my cat would, uh, would catch and kill snakes. And uh, one day I was alone in the house. I'm 14 years old. And he brings a snake in and he puts it right outside my bedroom. And I literally can't leave my bedroom. I'm trapped. And I'm freaking out. And uh, so I look outside and there's complete strange men I've never seen before in my life working on something out there. And I yelled out the window, excuse me, could you come rescue me? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, you think about it now, uh, you know, I mean, this is complete strangers. I don't even know if they're really construction workers or or electrical workers. I just don't care.
1: You have to say that. At this
0: point, at this point being raped by three guys versus a snake, you know? And it's
3: like,
0: and I literally thought about that at the time, was like, I'll take the risk.
1: I, I, I fully, I fully get it. My mom made me, not made me, but like yeah. I started dating a girl, she had a pet snake. And I was really oh, yeah, on the no. edge about it. And I told my mom, my mom met her and she was like, she seems cool, yada, yada. And I was like, she has a pet snake. She wanted nothing to do with her. She didn't want right. her around. Bye. She wasn't invited to anything that we did, and I understood. I, I had a full
3: mm-hmm. understanding of it. Well, what Lisa's yeah. not mentioning is that our tenants upstairs have a
0: yeah. We own a two-family, and it's uh, one apartment on top of the other, and they do okay. have a snake, and um. If it wasn't for the fact that it is the son and beloved daughter-in-law of very, very close friends, that would not have happened.
3: because she keeps expecting it to come down through the drywall. Or or through
0: the pipes or, you know. (laughs) Uh,
3: I I don't know. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Right. I couldn't sleep. Yeah.
0: Well, it's supposed to be well caged, and she even added some extra security to the cage, which bothered me when she told me this because it makes me feel like it needed extra security. So exactly. why do you do so that? I'm
1: thinking you need a cage inside of a cage now.
0: Right, right. You need a cage inside of a cage and inside, in, 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 inside of a Dyson sphere.
1: <laughs> My girlfriend now she has a dragon wrapped around her wrist, and then the head is on her her um hand on top yeah. of her hand so like at first it looked like a snake and my oh, mom yeah, like exactly. swatted her hand away and like once she looked at it and got it like you can see the face it's a hundred, like it doesn't even look like a snake in the face it's just the body right that was that was a moment
0: yeah I can I could yeah I could be there
3: you know it's been over uh run over an over hour, an so. hour. I don't want to take advantage of Saran's time. It's been fantastic. No. You know?
0: Is there anything we didn't ask you about that you uh, expected or would have liked us? To...
3: No, no. This was is, this is great. Cool. All right. Well, okay. it's been a fun time. Maybe Thank we'll you very you much. see you through Cincinnati sometime. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll yeah,
0: definitely and... give us a, a holler if you come through. I mm-hmm. sure will. Uh, I know one of the most popular venues in the area that's not like a stadium or really huge um, that, uh, is, is this place called Bogarts. Um, and even people like, for instance, when Prince came through, uh he played Bogarts and he was doing stadium, but he played Bogarts under a different name.
3: I, I tell you mm-hmm. what, you probably have a, a web address or something you would like to advertise. I'm trying to oh wait.
1: yeah. Um, I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, I always just say like, you know, my Instagram, I hate my Instagram name, but it is sex monkey limo driver. <laughs> follow me on instagram
0: okay now is there a story behind that
1: i is i i'm not a racial hey, person at care. all I, i'm not a racial person at all i had to be like 12 or 13 and uh-huh. sex was a cool word um, I grew up, I'm, I'm in South Carolina. My best friends, all of them are rednecks and I had just found out that black people were called monkeys. And I was like, okay, well, you know what? It's right here. And by that time, limo driver just kind of flew together and I was playing a game where you needed four names to make one. So I just threw all that into one and one Did thing. You, and now looking back, just,
0: sex monkey limo it, it, driver.
3: Okay. spell it right yeah, I, uh,
0: <laughs> back in, uh, I set my, I actually got email in 1997 and it was right after my mother had passed away. And, uh, and so I, I still kind of think I should change my email because it's girl of teeny because that was <laughs> what popped into my head. That was my mom, teeny. And I'm a girl. So, you know, no, But that's still, that's yeah. still
1: cute. My yeah, no, and, I, so unprofessional, and I can't change it. And every time I meet somebody and they're like, Oh, it's your Instagram. It's like, well, if you just look up Savannah Campbell, it'll come
0: up. <laughs> yeah, look me up.
1: And yeah, you should be able to get a
0: professional Instagram. should huh?
3: you? I Ma'am?
1: mean,
3: you can't change that. I didn't, huh. I mean, I'm very, they won't let me. Yeah. Probably, you know, bound to that already. And you would probably right. take an act of Congress to change it all now. Yeah, yeah. Like I have messaged
1: Instagram multiple times. Like I've been wanting to change it for. Mm-hmm. I'll say about four years now and I've been actively messaging them and trying different things I haven't gotten anywhere so I am I am sex monkey limo driver can
0: yeah. you create a new account on Instagram and then um you know See, I had like, tried that, yeah? but people
1: oh. like I already have a good standing and people are like there now and yeah. when I talked to, I talked to John about it because I was like I know like you have certain fans and I, they might feel offended or think my name is too weird. And he was like, uh-huh. it's not that big of a deal. Cause I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't want it to, I didn't want to seem too childish. And yeah, I, I, he said it, it'll, it'll attract people. Like people will see it and say, that's really huh. weird and look at it. So that's how I'm yeah. trying to look at it.
3: And good yeah. yeah. And
0: I, yeah, All exactly. Right.
3: All right, Servon, it's okay. been fantastic. Maybe Thank we'll you very talk much. Talk again sometime. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right, you have a good evening.
0: Hey, listeners, you we've been warm. listening to Yeah Uh-huh with Lisa and Phil. and we've been talking to Sivan Campbell. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on Yeah Aha uh-huh with Lisa and Phil. Hey listeners, it's Lisa
3: and Phil
0: from Yeah uh uh-huh.
3: How are we doing?
0: We love feedback.
3: Please use our socials to let us know what you think.
0: We have social. Twitter. Yeah uh uh-huh pod.
3: Instagram.
0: Yeah uh uh-huh pod. Facebook. Yeah uh uh-huh pod. Notice the pattern? pattern. Website. www.yeah-uh-huh.com So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week.